What's up, guys? Welcome to Honest Tattooer Podcast. And this week, we're talking about cosmetic nipple tattoos, also known as areola tattooing. And it's something that's gaining popularity as a transformative and empowering form of body art. So this specialized tattooing technique is not just about aesthetics. It plays a significant role in breast reconstruction and helping individuals regain their confidence after breast surgery. And this week, we have Nicole with us. What's up, Nicole? Thank you so much for having me. You're I'm really excited to be here. Thanks so for thank coming. You. Thank you. And we have Matriano. Hey, how you doing? And G Money. Welcome back. What's good? Welcome back, back, guys. And Nicole, we wanted to talk to you all about this subject. Yeah. Awesome. So why don't you tell people <laughs> your name, where you're from, how long you've been tattooing, and a little bit about yourself. My name is Nicole Rizzuto. I am from Long Island, New York. I own a private uh, tattoo shop in Belmore, Long Island. I started tattooing in around 2002 for a few years. After a kidney cancer diagnosis, I turned my career into the medical field as a surgical tech and worked in the operating room for over 12 years. And then I continued to do uh, tattooing, but medical tattoos after working with plastic surgeons who did reconstruction, overheard me talking about, oh, you used to tattoo? You should do nipples. No idea what they were talking about. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to get back into tattooing again. I missed it. I always did drawings and I was, you know, I'm an artist first and foremost, but I saw this as a nice way to mix my, uh, medical background as well as my fundamental traditional tattooing. But it was a huge challenge because I didn't realize how hard tattooing over scar tissue or a surgical site is until you get into it. The first time I ever heard about this guys was up maybe like, uh, 10 years ago and uh i was fresh off doing like best ink and one of my friends alexis kovacs who's out from pennsylvania she told me that once or twice a week she would go to a surgeon's office and do reconstructive like nipple tattoos and i was like what she's like yeah i do that at least like once or twice a week you know a lot of people need this and then she showed me photos and that's the first time that i saw i was like oh my god that, look, that looks real bro like that's crazy yeah. You know, I got to say, I've been checking out your page. Like, they look so real. I'm like super, super impressed Thank with you. how amazing they really look. Yeah, it takes some skill. It looks awesome. Yeah. The, the goal is you don't want it to look like a tattoo. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. <clears throat> so um, it, there's so many things to talk about this, this subject. And I'm, again, I'm really glad you're here because with the um, amount of time I've been tattooing and getting back into it, uh, a lot of things have come up. Um, to my awareness and working in the operating room, we were trained. If you see something, say something, right? We want to prevent errors as best we can. Wrong side operations, wrong medication. So I brought a lot of that mentality back into my tattooing career. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I saw were people being botched by bad tattoos, not more so by tattoo artists, but by doctors, nurses, PAs, who were doing the tattoos in the office. Yeah. Because very commonly they can, it's convenient. They trust their doctors. Of course they, you know, had the reconstruction and they say, Oh, we can do the tattoo here. No problem. It's covered under insurance, which it is uh, most, most of the time, but there's no requirements for them to get tattoo training. They usually buy equipment that's not meant for body tattooing teeny tiny little needles that they use inks from God knows where like cosmetic, like just kind of style. Yeah. You know, and if you understand tattooing and even tattooing scar tissue, 
you don't want to use small configuration needles in scar tissue. Yeah. It's going to tear it up. You know, yeah. the, the bed of nails theory, right? Yep. And when I started doing this work, I was getting a lot of corrections and these results I was seeing in people's skin was shocking. Like, I don't know how they did this in someone's skin. And I remember talking to one doctor, oh, well, we used to put the ink on their skin and just take this device and scratch it into their skin. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how we implant it. And I'm like, well, that makes sense because it looks like muddled, botched, a mess. Nothing that resembles a nipple or areola. Yeah. And uh, on top of the, the physical harm being done, the emotional impact it had on these women was tremendous. Yeah, I mean, I could only imagine, like, first of all, just having some, like, reconstructive surgery. <laughs> and then after that, you're like, all right, this is looking okay. And then you're like, go after that to do the next step, and that gets botched. That's, that has to be pretty yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, it's pretty it's kind of like set your mind back one step, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You're feeling good about yourself, and then you see that, and you're like, oh, man. Fuck. I'm- yeah. Really put you down. So I was very lucky that I, at least I had, um, I did an apprenticeship, um, you know, upstate New York. <laughs> it was small town stuff, but at least I had the fundamental training. So I had that, but I was never trained to tattoo like radiated skin. You said in Dutchess, right? Dutchess County. In Poughkeepsie? Yeah. Um, Wappinger Falls. Wappinger. Oh, and you, ha- you had that artist from Newburgh. I was like, what up Newburgh? I used to live there too. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I just did regular tattooing. So I had, but I had the fundamentals, which was great, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know anything about tattooing scar tissue or a surgical site or necrosis or radiation. So sadly, um, I learned a, you know, baptism by fire kind of thing, um, where I tried to do the best I could, but sometimes the skin would react in a way I did not expect it. Yeah. Um, you know, it looks good, but as soon as you go into it, you see all these little micro tears and it just gets bruised and just that inflammation response is much more acute than something on normal, healthy skin. Right. And I think that's a lot of the reason why everyone is told like, don't tattoo scar tissue. Yeah. yeah. Reason, you never know how it's going to react. Like, yeah. So I've tattooed. So where I started exactly. tattooing in Washington Heights, a lot of these ladies would come through with like, you know, the tummy tuck scar, oh like my strong goodness, tummy tuck scars. Oh. So like that was my first experience, my first experience of, you know, being a tattooer, having to tattoo over scars. It was like, you know, doing those Tommy Tuck scars was first of all. Same here, brother. I can relate. Yeah. It was tough. And then I actually, I, I had a pretty bad scar on my stomach from when I got my appendix taken out back when I was a kid in Dominican Republic. And I had that tattooed over and I got to see what it was like to have somebody just tattoo over a scar really strong put it in there and also how it healed Mm -hmm. and just like it's so crazy how different like each person's situation every skin every scar completely just reacts differently and like uh man it's just wild it's wild because i've even tattooed over you know a few like um uh, like breast removal like you know scars you know and those are very different as well so each one like you know whether it's on your stomach scar or on your chest scar it's just it's a little bit different each one kind of just it's its own yeah its own thing yeah so let me backtrack so what i usually what i specialize in is um a mastectomy reconstruction um restorative tattooing mm-hmm. so 
a lot of times women have either gone through some type of breast cancer diagnosis or BRCA gene. So they do a prophylactic uh, mastectomy or they have a mastectomy remove either one or both breasts. Uh, the type of reconstruction after to follow if they just, you can do a flat closure where there's no reconstruction, but you can have either implants in, saline or silicone, or they can do a flap type of reconstruction where they take tissue from another part of the body, the abdomen, um, the, sh- the shoulder, which is the latissimus, the uh, thighs, anywhere where they have excess tissue. <laughs> uh, they yeah. use the, the fat or adipose tissue and the skin to recreate a breast. So a lot of times that tissue is from a different part of the body, which is really cool. So you'll see different things like uh, stretch marks that aren't like around the breast, but now you have stretch marks where you have to put a nipple, sometimes pubic hair, right? If they cut to a certain point. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Different tattoos, like a cut, like a piece of tattoo that was (laughs) from their abdomen. No way, dude. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just avoid that? Uh, it depends on the surgeon and if they need the tissue, they're not going to care if there's a little tattoo there or yeah, something. They're going to be you know? like, this is, this is the skin yeah. you have available. Yeah, we're going to take it. We're going to use this. We're going to take it. Get that laser later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And, and nine times out of 10, I'm sure they're going to be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it. then um, after that, they can have what's called a nipple graft reconstruction where they'll have a flat breast mound, right? But they'll make a little bump to create a nipple. So you can have it flat where there is no nipple graft or a nipple graft there. So, but the, wow. the thing is that where we come in as tattoo artists is that we still need pigmentation, of right? Course. You need a little texture. You need the Montgomery gland bumps, yep. darker tones in the nipple, the creases, the wrinkles. And that's where the artistry comes in. No, you got to have the realism. Yeah. You got to have the photorealism. Yeah. Yeah. So that's usually what I deal with. I do also work with a lot of women who've had just augmentations. No breast cancer related, but for whatever reason, bad necrosis during healing. The areolas are just misshapen. They're not happy. And the impact is just as important to them, that mental, emotional impact when they look in the mirror. Um, and, and then I also work with other scars, uh, self-harm scars, uh, vitiligo, um, wow. all kinds of things. And I've started, I also work with the transgender community doing uh, the top surgeries, doing areolas, and started doing phalloplasty tattooing, <laughs> which is a whole new genre or becoming more popular, which I'm really excited about. What? Yes. Wait. I think, ex- we, I think you said that. that. We were all like, <laughs> we're trying to process what that is. Sneaking it in there. That was a fancy, <laughs> that was a wait, wait, fancy wait, wait, word. Wait. I need to know the definition. Follow. I was like, penis. Yes. Something phallic. <laughs> and yeah. we're going to... What? So yep. let's talk about this. Cause- yeah. So uh, phalloplasty is a type of um, sex reassignment surgery from female to male transgender uh, patients who a lot of times they'll be on the testosterone. They'll do the top surgery where they create a more masculine chest, usually a mastectomy. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they'll reposition the areolas to be more masculine or they'll just remove them and get tattooed or not. And then um, if they choose to do the bottom procedure, which is called a phalloplasty, they take tissue from either the arm or the thigh, and it's a full thickness type of tissue where they will recreate a penis, basically. It's a couple of surgeries sometimes. Um, They'll also kind of do more stitching to create the, the head or the glands of the you know, the head of the penis. Whoa. Yeah. So um, what's your role? What's in this? the, what's the, so if you just yeah. have skin on your arm, there's no veins, there's no redness, you know? So that's again, where the artistry comes in. Match. Okay. 
the little you know? blue capillary. You yeah. guys have all, like, you know, come on, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Look like, at your, like, look like at the color of my arm. It doesn't look like the color of my arm. It's crazy. Different colors. Yeah. It just looks different. So it's, it's the same thing to to bring a restorative wow. type of aesthetic look to a body part, you know, anatomical yeah. body part. Again, you're still working with reconstructed skin, so you have a higher inflammation response. You kind of have to be careful not to yeah. overwork it. It's usually done in stages, but it's, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> I sounds, love doing it. And I just started wild. doing these now, yeah. So uh, so you said you have to do it in stages. I actually wanted to ask you about the nipples too, but I yeah. guess anything. Yeah. Is it normally a one and done thing, or do you have to like, like I know a lot of cosmetic tattoos, you have to kind of, retouch them up every now and then. So how does it work with that? Yeah. So I don't do cosmetic uh, tattoos like the lips. I, I do eyebrows, for, you know, chemotherapy. I'm like, yeah, I might as well do them, but I don't do lips or eyeliner. So I still do everything like traditional tattoo needles, the inks I use eternal world famous. Right. Uh, but yeah, when you're working on compromised skin, you have to have a couple of things in consideration. One, always make sure that person has a consultation prior because now you're going to have people who have medical conditions that can affect the tattoo, medications that they're on, radiation, mm, of course, past necrosis or multiple infections. So it's not just a healthy person coming from the street. These people have some issues. So right. you always want to kind of follow up with them, ask them certain questions. Then you do an examination. Um, if someone said, yeah, I had really bad necrosis, you've got to check that skin. Yeah. Uh, there's been a few handful of people I said it's so far beyond... I it's not safe to tattoo you. We actually may cause more trauma and harm to you. And that's something that's hard, but if you're going to be doing this kind of work saying no, you have to learn how to say no. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to be honest in not being able to meet expectations. Yeah. So when tattooing scar tissue, as you guys know, it's unpredictable. It doesn't act like normal, healthy dermis and epidermis, right? Yeah. And everyone's going to be different. Some scar tissue, it's, it's pretty, pretty manageable. And other times you're like, Jesus Christ, I don't know what I'm going to do here. <laughs> you know, yeah, I've had that situation with certain scars that I'm like, whoa, this right? is very different yeah, than what I expected. Yeah. Like the stretch marks are kind of difficult, especially necrosis and radiation. So my plan usually is I do it in a two-step process. At least I create like the foundational tattoo, right? Let's see how your skin's going to hold and heal it. Cause I don't know. But when you come back and I see how much retention, I'm going to get a lot more information. On top of that, I don't want to overwork that part of the, the your skin. Mm. You know, it's much easier to create more damage if you try to work it, add a lot of detail, pack a lot of color. It just doesn't have that the the elasticity that normal dermis can kind of take that trauma from tattooing. Yeah. So that first session is just let's just let's see how it works out. <laughs> yeah. um, sometimes if I see the skin can take it. I'll do a little bit more detailing, pack a little bit of color, but then in that eight to 10 weeks, they come back. I see how much has faded and it depends. There's a range. I just tell them, just expect some kind of fading. How much? I don't know, but just know it's going to fade. And especially if they have other tattoos, you're like, well, I know this tattoo, you know, it's not going to act the same way. The other thing is that I'm very staunch with my aftercare because you have to realize these are implants. This is tissue. If something happens, an infection, and that affects the implant or that tissue, there's no more tissue that they have to like, you know, you have to be very, a little like, uh, yeah, just staunch about it. And I tell them like, listen, (laughs) if you're going to go swimming, tell me now. We'll tattoo you after your vacation, especially nowadays, right? Healing is number one. Yeah. Yeah, You got to be very stern. Yeah. And 
Yeah. yeah. And they know if they had surgeries, they understand wound healing. You know, they know how their body is. And I tell them it's not going to be like surgery, but we're going to respect it that same level. Sure. Right. You know, rightfully yeah. so. How long after surgery can you do that? Yeah. So this is a big like misinformation out there by doctors and nurses. They tell me, oh, three months, you're good to go. I'm like, the fuck you are. No yeah, way. Right. Three months. Especially if they do like a nipple graft, you'll see at three months, there's still visible sutures. Sometimes the scars are red, right? Like that's indicating there's still blood flow. It's still healing. It's not safe to tattoo over that. I tell people wait around six to eight months to consult with me first. Let the body heal. I ain't going nowhere. Don't worry. (laughs) And then that's why I want them to come in and I examine the area. Uh, Sometimes again, just from understanding everything, sometimes I see a visible stitch or I see something like, I don't know, it's, it's a little funny or they may be on the right path. Like, all right, in a couple more months, you can get tattooed. I want to see scars, not pink, not red. I don't want to see visible sutures. I also ask, cause sometimes they have um, uh, like revision, revision surgeries, mm-hmm. like little things here done. So you have any more surgeries planned? Let me be the last step. Yeah. Correct. Right? Because if you have another revision and something gets altered and there's a tattoo there, I can't fix it. Yeah. You know? So that's a big thing. Um, but yeah. The, You're like putting the cherry on top. I am. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the grand finale of the party. I'm like, this is going to be the fun part. It's not going to be like a doctor's office. We're going to have fun. We're going to blast music. We're going to talk all kinds of shit. A um, nipple cherry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just got to make sure the checklist is completely... Yeah. Everything's good. Uh, yeah. Before and you move forward. Even then, even with all my medical um, understanding and traditional tattoo understanding, there are still some cases where I thought it was okay and the skin was like, nope, nope, we are not happy. And that's where I have to say, okay, it's not safe to tattoo right now. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you're certain medications that you're on or you just need more time to heal. But again, it's learning to say no is huge. Yeah. So again, like uh, doctors will say, oh, at three months, you're good to go. I, I had one lady who came in, got okayed by her doctor, and she had a small wound, an open wound. And the doctor's like, well, can't you just tattoo around it? No. no. I know. No. <laughs> I know. I can't just tattoo no, that's around gonna, this wound. That's gonna affect the, 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 it's going to affect the area. Yeah. Completely. Completely affect the area. Yeah. So if it's close to it. That's the one thing that I've learned in this journey that as much as I respect surgeons and doctors and people in the medical field for what they do and they are phenomenal and the, the advancements of, of reconstructive surgery is amazing to see in our time, but they don't know anything about tattooing. Exactly. Many times, I mean, even with like, uh, like you know, when somebody has gotten like it's some kind of irritation on their tattoo. And instead of just going back to their tattooer, they're like, I'm just going to go to the doctor. Yeah. And the doctor prescribes them some weird shit. Yeah. Shouldn't like, no, no, dude. no, no. Should let that thing just dry out and chill the fuck out. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, like stop, oh, stop putting uh, any too much ointment on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Skin breathe. Just yeah. let the skin breathe, you know, just. So I've had a bunch of people who I've corrected their tattoos. That's kind of also what I've been known for is correcting the bad ones. And I ask them about their experience. Like, Oh, they, Smeared some bacitracin and a gauze, and that was my uh, that was my my aftercare. I'm like, really? Bacitracin and gauze, C- gauze. <laughs> like, right on it top. makes oh me like goodness. cringe. Oh, yeah. And then you wonder, like, oh yeah, no wonder the why the tattoo looks the way it does. You know, there was one case that broke my heart, and um, she actually developed necrosis from the tattoo done. She first had the tattoo done. 
Um, and I interviewed her and she's phenomenal. And she had body art. Like she knew about tattooing. She first had the tattoos done by the doctor and they faded. So she went back a few years later and they had an esthetician mm-hmm. in the office. And she said, she's, you know, I had tattoos before. I know what it feels like, but this felt like they were using a jackhammer and digging into my skin. It didn't, did not feel right. And I was bleeding. The healing took forever and it was just bad. Eight years later, she decided, let me see if I can try to get this done. And I saw her and you can see atrophic scarring, like pitted Ugh, scarring. Geez. Oh my goodness. Yes, pitted oh scarring goodness. from that person tattooing them. No pigment, just all like necrosis. That's wild. Yeah. And I, I said, this is the worst I've ever seen. And you know I was honest. I said, I don't know if we get anything, uh, retention, I'm going to be happy, but we're going to be super cautious. And luckily we got, we got good results where we had more nipple definition. She had some color. Uh, she had some delayed healing, but again, it was just from that damaged skin. So we got to a place where this is as good as it's going to be. And I'm That's glad crazy. we got there. Uh, That's but, crazy. Yeah. And, you know, they charge thousands of dollars at the doctor's office for these tattoos. That's the other thing. So that's why they're like, yeah, yeah, come, come, come to us. We'll do it. $5,000 to the insurance. No problem. Of course they want For that one money. session for nipple that's tattoos so that look like shit. Yeah. And not only that, like, you know, this woman said, I didn't want to take my top off at the gym. I didn't want to, you know. Yeah, that must make somebody so self-conscious. Yeah. yeah. Huge, huge mental impact yeah. for these women. So to me, it's, you know, it's like malpractice at this point. And from coming from the medical field, I was like, why doesn't anyone say anything? So that's yeah. kind of what I've been like, oh, I'm saying it now. I don't care because I'm not in the medical world anymore. They can't fire me for saying shit, yeah, you know? Yeah, of course. For being, <laughs> for being like, a whistleblower, you yeah, know? Yeah, for it's being like, like, you doctors suck at tattooing. Uh, at least at least now I'm seeing more plastic surgeons bringing in tattoo artists. Good. You know, or they're sending them out. Like I have a bunch of surgeons who refer their patients to me, which I'm grateful for. Or they're bringing them in. And I'm, I'm happy that's like kind of the, the goal or the, the trend nowadays. Mm. But there are still some because I'm still getting a bunch of corrections uh, that they're doing in the office. And I know they charge thousands of dollars for it. And it's just criminal. So, so how is your week? Are you only doing these nipples and you know, other kind of reconstructive procedures? Or are you also still doing like tattoos, tattoos also? So when I started this again, I was... I, to be honest, I respect tattooing. I love tattooing. I love the culture, the rebelliousness, the art forms. And I knew I've had this huge gap in between of the tattooing I did. And all I did was work in the operating room. So I was very cautious, like, don't overstep your boundaries. (laughs) You know, like you respect the art, right? So I'll just, all right, I'll do nipples, you know, but even then that was a challenge. So I was afraid for a long time, just for what my own, you know, um, my own insecurities and respect of the art form. But after kind of opening up my own studio and talking to my mentor, like I, I work with Stacy Ray Weir, who's a phenomenal tattoo artist, um, and restorative, um, pioneer in, in, in her own right. Um, she's helped me with like, no, you know what it is, you know what you're doing, you know, you know how to use a mag, like, don't be afraid. You know how this works. And I started doing um, uh, body tattoos again, but now focused on mastectomies, which is really nice. Uh, self-harm, scar cover-ups, and uh, yep. So kind of dabbling back into the dark arts again, which is really nice. <laughs> right on. Cool. I feel like, you know, cool. 
<clears throat> in anything, like especially in tattooing, like you know, you can specialize in one thing and like become really, really good at that one thing. Absolutely. And it's like without even thinking, like you're getting really, really good at realism, you know, without just actually just focusing on realism in a sense, yeah. you know. Yeah. So exactly. it's like you know, like you could do other things by just being the fact you've been able to replicate skin tones really, really well and do just super challenging. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. You know what's nice though? When I do a regular tattoo, I'm like, oh, this skin is so butter right now. Oh, I forgot oh, yeah. how good you know, the scars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're like, you're like <sighs> used to the most rough terrain yeah. and then you just like go on the salt flats to like. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, this yeah. is odd. I mean, honestly yeah. though, even take Freshly away the paved road. Yeah. Take away the scars, just tattooing on breast sucks. I don't like tattooing that area. No? It's kind of no, rough. It's Why like is that? super stretchy. Like yeah. it's really squishy. Like you don't have anything tough. Yeah. There's like nothing solid to tattoo on. Yeah, it's like tattooing solid, it's yeah. like tattooing like a like a belly or a stomach or mm -hmm. or maybe somebody's neck, like very stretchy skin. Like it's not the most like uh let's say um like a stiff like taut. Taut. Yeah, naturally taut. Yeah. I mean I've tattooed Big fake breasts <laughs> and big, you know, real breasts. Sloppy breasts. Yeah. <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> All breasts are good breasts. Yeah. True. But true. They're very different. And like, for example, like, oh man, like doing a, I've done chest pieces on ladies with big breasts, you know? And like when you lay them down and you put the stencil on one way and then they lay down and it goes, yeah, it goes a completely different way. And then with like big fake breasts, you know, it's just like, that you're not moving, dude. You're going to have to figure out how to move your, like, hand to just fit, like, this angle. There's another boob right there. Yeah. So it's, mm -hmm. like, it, each one has its challenges. And, like, just figuring it out and, like, learning how everybody's so different. That's, like, the hot, like, the most challenging thing about tattooing is that if you go to, like, Blick and you buy a canvas... It's always the same perfect it's white right. canvas, dude. It's either cotton or linen. Yeah, dude. It. It's going to be just like, oh, yeah, consistency. Perfect, you know? <laughs> but in tattooing, dude, people are just so fucking different. Their lifestyles are so different. You know, somebody that eats a certain kind of way, drinks a lot of water, and lives a healthy lifestyle, oh, completely yeah. different skin than somebody that fucking, you know, goes out in the sun all the time, doesn't drink any water at all. Just, you're like, fuck, this is rough. Dude. Just like a raisin. Yeah. You're like, yeah. this is rough. You put like ointment and the ointment disappears. <laughs> Skin's like, please, I need something. Yeah. yeah. Give me something. For real. <laughs> it's crazy. So like, I can only imagine like adding another level of that of just having to deal with scar tissue, mm -hmm. which has to be just so, so irregular and so different for everybody. Yep. But uh, man, that's really hard thing to just embark on. It's a hard journey and getting good at it must be even more difficult because there's very little consistency. And I feel like uh, when you tattoo, having a consistent thing going on is what lets you get good. Yeah. Whatever little consistency you can get with you that. You can too. get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's a mixed bag, especially with scar tissue. And, um, you know, again, there's some cases where it's like, man, this is as good as it's going to get. If I continue to try to tattoo, I'm just going to damage your skin. Yeah. And there are points of past tattoos being done on someone where I see new layers of scar tissue and I'm like, there's no retention that's going to happen. They come to me and I'm like, I'll try, but I'm telling you. And yeah, usually it just doesn't hold. And yes. those are the, the kind of the shitty kind of situations where you're like, man, I wish you found someone before you, you know, went to your eyebrow tech, you know, or your, your PA or whatever. And, um, and again, it's just, 
no harp on the medical field. Their specialty is their thing. And you like, they have so much on their plate and you're going to also add tattooing. It's just, it just sounds funny to me. Like you wouldn't ask your, I don't know. You wouldn't ask like your podiatrist to yes, that's you know, what I said. work on your anything else. Yeah. I wouldn't ask my orthopedic surgeon to do a pap smear on me, right? you, know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, or like my dentist to check, like, how's my heart? You know, yeah. no. So uh, it's a specialty. It's an art form. Yeah. And I think it's just, um, either they just don't know and they, they just see it as some superficial, like cosmetic thing, you know, but it's deeper than that. And mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the tell is in their work versus tattoo artists, people who Especially understand. With nipples, man. Like you're not just drawing a circle, which that in itself is hard, but like you have to make that look real. You got to blend it in with have the you person's soft. skin tone. Yeah. Have you gone down the rabbit hole of like the pepperoni bad tattoo <laughs> yeah. nipples? Yes. It's bad. It is pretty it's bad out bad. there. bad. It's really bad. It is bad. So I do actually want to ask you a little technique question. How do you go about matching skin tones? Is it literally just holding up a bottle next to the skin? Or <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, that one looks pretty good. <laughs> Um, so every artist is a little different. I kind of, kind of see like, a, again, that first session, I want the foundation. So that base color, cause nipples are like snowflakes. They're all different, right? There's not one that's the same undertones and, and, uh, you know, if they have, um, like orange undertones or lavender or whatever, they have veins that create like a blue undertone that could change the color. Um, but I usually do like a couple of just swatches on their skin to see what's closest. If they have a native areola color, if they have no nipples or areolas, it's like a clean canvas. I look for the darker coloration their skin makes naturally. Another little tell is like their lip color is a nice mm. little, yeah. Check your, check your lip and like, oh, let me check it out. Real yeah, quick. my yeah. goodness. What a technique. Yeah. Like. So that's, that's crazy. That's a nice guide. So like I had one woman who, oh my God, I love her go out to dinner with her. She was a client of mine who had um, tattoos done by her doctor. She's, she's an African-American woman. They gave her pink nipples. <laughs> she's like, where on my body is, am I pink? pink? And I was like, I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So Let me make some corrections. Yeah. So I just kind of look for the other darker tones that their skin makes naturally. Sometimes people bring in photos before their surgery. So they have... Like their oh, own. look at this girl's nipple. I really like these. Yeah, or their own, right? Okay. Like, I really liked my nipples before I breastfeeding. Li- yeah, it's like, I liked them before. It's yeah. like bringing a picture yeah. of some celebrity for uh, when you go to your barber. Like, I want my hair to look like this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh sometimes. My <laughs> oh my I want these nips. Like, yeah. I get it. Wow. Give me the Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Sometimes they're like, I had big, ugly brown ones. I want cute little pink ones. Like, okay, no problem. Yeah, <laughs> done. Whatever, Whatever you, you want, got. Yeah. Or they're like, let's do hearts because I do a lot of heart-shaped areolas, which are fun. Like, yeah, That's cool hearts. too. Yeah, some fun stuff. I've always been curious about the heart-shaped nipples. I've seen them. Yeah. I've done a lot of those more on um, no reconstruction, just girls who have native areolas and they're like, I want hearts. Like, gosh, like, color matching that must be hard, man. Yeah. It's a talent. <laughs> yeah, like how do you color just to make it look? Just like it's hard to pick a foundation, yeah, it's, it's hard dude. to pick an aerial color. Yeah. But at that point, you're you're not just matching. Like you're you're not tattooing the skin next to the areola. You're going over the areola, also, right? Um. Well, it depends. So if we're gonna just do like a native areola and they want a heart, yeah, I do a little bit of blending, but you don't want to add that pigment over that pigment, right? right. Okay. So you're just right. gonna add around the area where it's their skin tone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you place where it's that, missing to match it. Yeah. Pretty much, you're just trying to match it and yeah. blend it in. 
Sometimes you have to do a little custom blending. So like if I see a color has more warm tones, I'll cool it down, you know, with something, a couple of drops and, you know, it, it's really custom because skin tones are hard to match. They're they just so yeah, they're so hard. I, yeah. I wish we had an apprentice right now because we pay for him to get hard shaped nipples. Right <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, you, know you know how you're going to graduate, dude? We're going to do hard shaped <laughs> yeah, nipples. You're going to have to get hard shaped nipples yeah. and have that until you decide to get your whole fucking chest done. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, nah, 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 we're not going <laughs> to pierce your belly button. You're going to get hard oh shit nipples. Anyone out there, if you have an apprentice, <laughs> do that. Please do that to yeah, them. Do that to them. If now. they want to graduate, they need to get hard shaped fucking nipples. And please send us photos. We'll yes, love we, you forever. We promote, oh my God, yeah. We promote hazing. <laughs> Cancel us. Just we go to Nicole. Have her do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I love that shit. We Every are day. meanies. Remember, Nicole, everything is content. And that's fucking great content. Thank you. <laughs> but the problem with my content is uh i get um does it get flagged all the time really? I, I was all so curious about this because i was yeah. like how how much nipple can we show on the internet <sighs> right now today so <laughs> even if it's even if it's like tattooed nipple yeah because it, it, yeah. it must think it's real if you did it really really Which well is they're a, like it's a nice compliment but yeah. like come the fuck on guy <laughs> yeah. you know yeah so uh I had a, there, maybe a year and a half ago, my whole account was removed. Shit. They, yeah, they shut it down because so many violations. Like, I didn't even know it was violating. What? And uh, I was wow. pissed. So I contacted all the no- local news outcast, you know, just making, I had a personal page. So I was like, these motherfuckers are black, you know, and finally a whole bunch of artists were like, hey, it's not fair. And for whatever reason, I don't know, they gave it back to me in like yeah. three or four weeks. I'm like, oh, here's my account again. And everything Fuckers. was there? Everything was there. Uh. But I still get violations from time to time. Some are um, just tattoos. Some are unilateral, meaning I'll do one nipple and the other one's a native nipple. But I try to like hide the nipple part, and you know. But they say That's it goes so against dumb. their nudity and uh, pornography um, policy. I'm like pornography, how, eh? How is that okay. even possible? There's girls literally showing their nipples. All that on booty, all purpose. that booty, I mean, and that front. Yeah, I know. On purpose, yeah, just on titties purpose, straight yeah. out. For yeah. likes and for yeah. you know more OF yeah. you know yeah. people and they never get flagged. Not that no. I know. Oh, most likely it's because they have that like super thin see through shirt on your top. Yeah, like, it's covered. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's covered. So I think I, that's the key to your photos from now on. Just yeah. sheer top. Well, I did this funny thing like because I just had some other violations. I'm like, let's see if this gets fucking violated. And I put like a uh, like an exclamation mark right over the nipple, but yeah. left it because I did an areola. Uh, repigmentation for someone who lost it after healing. Mm. So you just see this big exclamation point and the nice areola. I didn't get dinged, so maybe that's that's the goal. That's or the key. I put like, like a star over the, the nipple. nipple. Yeah, yeah the nipple bump being censored. It's just uh, it's a struggle, and you know I've no I know other art nipple artists or restorative tattoo artists who have, have the same problems. Um, you know, and I, I think a couple months ago, Facebook or Instagram mentioned that they were going to free the nipple, right? Like they're going to allow more nipple They totally posts. have. I feel like they have. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. There's been a oh. ton of nipple on my Instagram. <laughs> my violations say otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Ton of nipple on my Instagram. But yeah. have you thought about getting your account uh, verified? I tried like the old fashioned way, like send in my, my ID. Well, the new like, way I feel like it's better because I think yeah. it's better. Yeah. You got to pay for it. Yeah. It's worth it. Is it though? Yeah, is because it? in yeah, right. her case, it, for example, in her case, once 
you're verified. They as, don't fuck with you. Exactly. They're not going to fuck that, with you. Yeah, right. but, somebody, and, but somebody with like 500 followers can get verified. It doesn't look good. Yeah. Well, it's, that's not the point. The point <laughs> right? is like, yeah. uh, it's cause like. the, the verified, you got to think about it in a different way. It's verified that you are who you say you are. You know, it's like saying like, you're not anybody else. You're not being like, for example, if like somebody couldn't just start another John Mesa page or whatever and pretend to be me because they're not verified because I'm more verified right. as me. Right, right. That's what I mean. Yeah, but like, some, somebody wouldn't be able to, to verify their account. Before. Well, it would the just blue check used to be like, oh, you're you're a public figure. Yeah, you're a public figure with a lot of followers. So now yeah. it just means that you are who you say that you are, which I think it's good. I think it's really really good. No matter if you have you know 500 followers or 500,000, you know, because sure. at the end of the day, like if you're, uh, you know, how many music people that are musicians and bands? This is like things that I would see often, like people that are musicians and bands, but they're not like the main person, but they're a public figure in a sense, and they will have a fucking you know blue check. And they have like 2,000 followers. You know what I'm saying? If it helps me not get violations in my page to get removed, because that's how a lot of people find me. Right. You know, uh, either that or word of mouth, honestly. That's why I would think it would be worth it. Because you're getting verified as a business that provides the service that you're providing, you know? And then that would just make it seem like, okay, boom, that's it. And then that would also put you in a different category as far as like Instagram goes. Yeah. That's I'll look into it, but um, yeah, it's like I don't have a lot of followers. I have that blue check. <laughs> yeah, not well, enough. That's what I think. Like the blue check, like you have to just switch what it means. Yeah. Anymore, you know, it just means that you if are who helps. you say you are. Yeah. Even for things like uh, it started happening for tattooers a lot, where they would do like a giveaway or a contest, a tattoo contest or a raffle, and then a scammer would open up another account and tell people like, "Oh, you won that raffle, bro! Like, send me some money." Oh yeah. And then they were getting got. You know what I'm saying? So like that way you can verify your account. If it's not coming from my verified blue check account, then you know it's not me. You're not going to, you know, you're not getting scammed. Yeah. I get that. But who's to, who's to, like if, let's say I'd never followed you to begin with, right? And somebody's like, oh, go check out John Mesa. He's got really cool work. And I go find, I go type it in. And uh, I, I come across the guy who's not blue checked, who's trying to imitate you. Well, if I'm blue checked, my account will show up first. If you type my name, my account's going to show up first, not the fake one. Right. Okay. All right. I wish someone would make a fake account about me. Like, yeah, dope ass <laughs> nipples. Actually, it did happen. Someone yeah, somebody stole. Somebody steal your photos. They did. Uh, now I remember. Someone like stole some of my work and was trying to sell online training, claiming that. They, this is their work. And I'm like, the fuck? So I blew that shit up. Yeah. Oh, man. Good. And I found so... out that it was like, they only accept Bitcoin for payment. I'm like, oh, this is a total fucking oh, scam. Total <laughs> scam. <laughs> yeah. Yo, people are scamming any kind of way they can. Well, scamming has been on an all time high. I mean, if you're, if you know what? If you're a scammer out there, jump off of cliff. <laughs> Do everybody a favor because you are the scum of the earth. You need to stand up, yeah, turn around, and fuck your own face. Yeah, you're the grime, you're the grime on the up. side of a pipe in a faucet. Like, we don't negotiate with terrorists. Yeah. No, it's gross. Listen but. up, flaming dragon. So can I ask you guys something? Yes, yeah. of course. So do you guys, because... Um, I know with, you know, traditional tattoo shops, it's kind of a mixed bag, but do you guys get people coming in for like restorative tattooing, mastectomy cover-ups or anything, scar cover-ups, nipples, anything? I've never, oh no, I had one person ask me 
And uh, it wasn't even in the shop. It was like, it was a friend of mine. His wife did a double mastectomy for, um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to fuck this up. I'm going to say the wrong, wrong words. I'm not going to say anything at all. She has like a pre-existing condition where her family has breast cancer. She was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, be proactive and get rid of everything before mm-hmm. anything happens. Mm-hmm. So she asked me not to tattoo nipples, but to tattoo like a lace bra mm. on her. Mm-hmm. And I've yet to do that. And now I think I'm just going to redirect her right to you. <laughs> like, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> Go do that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's a big one. Like the bras. Like I see a lot of really beautiful work out there. My God, there's so many amazing artists that are doing um, mastectomy decorative tattooing, but the bra one where it looks like an actual bra looks so constrictive, right? Like it closes everything in. Like, do you want a bra on all the time? All the time? All the time? Like I can't wait to take that shit off when I go home. (laughs) So mental restraint. Yeah. Like it's, I get the idea, but it's like, you want something more flowy, something more feminine, more open space. Just that overall natural. Yeah. I feel like that would be it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the only thing I've ever gotten asked. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't gotten asked. I've done that a, as well. a oh. few and I've never done a nipple, but I've always just did tattoos to cover the whole chest. Mm-hmm. So it just doesn't yeah, matter. But never, yeah, but never like a realistic nipple. No. I kind of yeah. feel like that would be something that because you're a woman, people yeah. would gravitate towards you. Like they want to ask you over us. Yeah, yeah. they probably feel more comfortable. For sure. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. And it that makes sense. It makes sense. Totally makes sense. And that's <clears> something <throat> that some women I work with mention. Like I feel more comfortable because you're a girl. But um there are amazing male uh, nipple tattoo artists. I mean, I don't know if you, you guys yeah. heard Vinnie Myers. He's probably the most well-known tr- traditional tattoo artist who's been doing it for years. He's out of Maryland. Um, he was kind of the first traditional tattoo artist to do nipples, right? Um, I think 10, 15 years ago. Wow. And he was doing it and he was going to quit. And I think his sister got diagnosed with breast cancer. And he's like, all right, I'm going to do this forever. So he's well-known um, from a traditional tattoo background. Then there are people like Eric I in Seattle, like his realism, like I should just cut my thumbs off now. Like what the fuck am I doing? You know, phenomenal artist. Shane, who works with a lot of um, transgender people in San Diego. So it's definitely a, a preference if someone wants to go to a male or female, mm-hmm. um, which makes sense. But that's why like I... I like the the private studio that I have. There's no other artist. Like I wanted to think about maybe working in a shop with local, you know, shops in my area, but yeah. I'm like, it's not really like the environment. It's not the you same know? vibe. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's also a very like intimate, intimate yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I always make a joke. Like if I worked in a shop, I'm like, Oh, what are you doing over here, honey? You know? <laughs> So I just get in my nipples. Yeah, you know? like, the coworker come over and peer over and be like, yeah. is it okay if I just like, Oh, how are you doing that soft yeah. line right there? Yeah. Like, eh, you know, yeah. So I like it. It it gets lonely. Like, it's nice to have this environment of like other people around in your shop and that community. I have a community yeah. of artists I work with and talk to all the time, and we train other um, tattoo artists who want to learn this stuff. Like, I, I teach a whole medical side of breast surgeries, learn about necrosis, uh, radiation, lymphoma, you know, or, or lymphedema. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, learn about the different types of surgeries because uh, some artists are like either they know someone or they're affected and it, you know, something in their heart drives them. I want to do this work. I want to do this work, but it's challenging. So like, where do you go for guidance? You yeah. can't, you can't yeah. just, you know, like this is something that it's very niche. Right. Um, so one of the things is I didn't want 
for people to feel like that baptism by fire, like left in the dark, like, holy fuck, am I fucking someone up? So to help other people, we're trying to, to train other people to understand working on scar tissue is a challenge, but it can be done. Do you safely. have room in your shop for another person who does the same thing that you do? <sighs> Not really. <laughs> it's, uh, it's two rooms. One's an office where I do the consult and one's my little tattoo room. Um, I do have a girl who, when I worked at the doctor's offices, wanted to just shadow me. She's like 18 years old, going to art school. She's like, I don't know, I'm just interested about tattooing. And she's around for the summer. What's up, Amanda? And she really wants to do tattooing, but I'm teaching her just traditional fundamental stuff. So I'm like, we have to learn drawing. Don't even, don't even think about needles. Don't touch my machine. Let's learn drawing first. And, yeah. um, but I'm, she, I don't think she's interested in the, the medical or nipple stuff, but... Um, but she just comes once in a while and I'm trying to prep her for a real apprenticeship when she goes back to college. Like, this is what to expect. Right. Have some drawings ready. Let's get work on your drawings. And I'm showing her like how to break down stuff, how to set up stuff, but no, no real like deep apprenticeship, just kind of helping her along. But I would like to work with other people, uh, expand eventually. But, um, there's also a part where I have this connection with my clients and there's, this is another level too, where people who want to do this kind of work has to be aware of this. So we're operating on a trauma site, right? And even though um, they're fully healed, the body doesn't remember or, or know if when we stimulate this area that's gone through pain and trauma, an amputation basically, is this a memory or is this happening in real life? So mm. when you touch it and stimulate it, they can have a response an emotional response while you're tattooing them. Mm. Sometimes they get jittery. Sometimes they're like looking for a way out. Sometimes it's like a full blown panic attack, breathing heavy. So one of the things is to not continue to tattoo through that, right? Because you're going to basically imprint more trauma into that person through the tattooing. So learning how to help someone through that emotional response mm -hmm. and then continue your tattoo is huge. It's huge. So there's a level of understanding someone's emotional side of losing breasts and losing a part of your femininity and your sexuality. And there's so many layers to it. I've had people wow. coming in telling me, you need to tattoo me now. My marriage is about to crumble. If I don't get these nipples, please help me. Wow. And you have to be like, I'll tattoo you, but your marriage may still crumble, yeah. you know? And how do you, how do you handle that? How do you manage that? Trust. You know? It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of layers. But one of the things is to respect that person's experience. So that's another thing I've learned. Like a lot of people, um, you know, because I've, I was diagnosed with kidney cancer at 24. I understand that side of going through cancer and surgeries and thinking you're going to die. And, you know, I, I'm one of those, like, I'll laugh at anything. So I made a lot of fucking jokes. Like my, I have a little brother who's like, you know, mom only had you for extra parts for me. So don't drink, you know, <laughs> if I need that extra kidney, <laughs> that was me. Um, so the one thing is, is that you don't minimize someone's experience. Like, oh, you should be happy you're alive or it was a free boob job. Like, dude, that is so disrespectful to say to somebody. You're like, yeah, man, that shit sucked what you went through. That fucking sucks, you know, and whatever they're feeling, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, to, so to honor that person's experience, cause they hear a lot like, Oh, you should be happy you're alive or, you know, and it's, then it's like, well, how I'm feeling, I shouldn't be feeling that way. Yeah. You know, 
It's a lot. Yeah. Hardcore work, man. It's heavy. It's heavy. It's hardcore work, but it's awesome. And then the best part is when someone looks in the mirror and their face and they, they just start oh, yeah. crying and they're like, oh my God. And just that they reconnect with their body again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is so powerful. Like the magic and healing that tattoos can do. That sacred art form of yeah. tattooing. The ultimate reward. Yeah. Where you're like, I really helped this person. Yeah. You this witnessed person that. was changed, yeah. transformed. Yeah. They yeah. feel awesome. That. That's, that's like one so of the best cool. feelings. So and that's cool. awesome that like you're so cool. pretty yeah. much at the final stage of like there being the transformation. So you really get to see like the happiest that they're going to be. Yeah. It's really cool. Cause that's sometimes so these cool. women have gone through hell and back, uh, either again, multiple infections, you know, I've had a few people who were stage four, meaning it's metastasized. They're on palliative care. They're going to die in maybe within a year or so, but they're like, fuck it. I want my nipples. I don't care. I'm on chemo. I'm on all these medications. Yeah, for my remainder here. I yep. want, I want to look, and like usually, I, I like if someone, yeah, yeah. If usually if someone is continually on chemo, because we know it reduces your immune system and we rely on the immune system for the tattoos for the to healing. heal. So, but if someone's all like stage four, I'm like, I'll do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I feel comfortable to honor your wishes. Yeah. And I tell them like all the risks, but it's like, I'm, that's someone who understands, you know, on a more expert level. Like if you don't feel comfortable, don't do it. Yeah. But I'm like, no, we're gonna honor that shit because yeah. fuck yeah, yeah why exactly. not? <laughs> like, yeah. All right, like I'm, I'll go to, I'll go to hell and back with you. Like, yeah. let's do this. And uh, when I've talked to these women, like I love my nipples, and I'm like, fuck yeah, that's great, <laughs> that's awesome, that's, that's awesome. So that's a different cool. like, you know, because like, well, you do a cool tat, which is like a fucking cool fucking panther on somebody's, like, oh, that's cool, you know. But like doing something that really changes how somebody views themselves, like in that deep level, is very. Must be very, very right, rewarding. like anatomical, yeah. anatomically, you know. But that's why I love tattooing the traditional art form because some, you know, I'll speak for me, you know, uh, certain tattoos that I've gotten, I either that that physical pain that I that you feel in a tattoo, whatever emotional situation that I wanted to get through, I release it through there. Mm-hmm. So it has those healing effects too. Tattooing, yeah. I'm sure you guys, have, I'm sure you guys have uh, either had clients or whatever have gone through that like whatever hard situation but this tattoo is kind of like you know um, embracing that pain and releasing it or changing it or they're getting control back of their body or whatever situation it is i do a lot of closure tattoos yeah this is gonna be like the seal i'm done like a lot of breakup tattoos right you know fuck this guy i'm getting this tattoo or you know (laughs) right you don't do that yeah Yeah, i do like oh like my girlfriend or my wife really hated like like my decisions on now I now I get to freely choose yeah. my tattoo. Do what I want. Yeah, do what I want. My wife hated me getting tattooed, so now that we're divorced, I'm covering my body. Yeah. I'm I getting the bodysuit of my dreams. <laughs> I'd be like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Go for it, bro. You should have done that from the beginning. Yeah. But tattoos are that's a sacred art form, man. I mean, you guys know about Otsi, yeah. the caveman and all that. With, yeah. Yeah, right, where they found the markings of um, certain oh areas goodness, yeah. to release possible pain or anything. Like, tattooing is sacred. Yeah, tattooing is We're the else. shamans of this old art form. It's phenomenal. It's such an honor. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you said about that, like, when they, when they see themselves in the mirror and they're like, they reconnect. Like, the type of tattooing that we do, I, I, don't, I don't think people would, reconnect with that level but what i can say is that one of the greatest rewards we can feel as tattooers is that mirror moment when they look at themselves in the mirror and they're like so stoked 
And that's when I feel like, oh, I don't just draw pictures on people. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like, like these people feel elated. And I helped contribute to that, which is kind of cool. You know, it's, it's kind of like yeah, we, sure. we can help and we can help and we can help with, you know, with uh, some of these tattoos are, are related to to like, you know, moving past the trauma mm-hmm. uh, with healing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of sick. You know, that's kind of the sick aspect, because for the most part, like, you know, I always think of myself like, yeah, I got to do some cool shit, you know. Right. But then good but tattoos. then when somebody's really like just like emotionally, you know, like transcending i'm like wow like i can't believe i i was able to move somebody like that so i could only imagine when 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 you have like that image reconstruction of a missing part of somebody like a nipple yeah. which is like anatomically so important to people to have their parts back yeah it's so, definitely it's, it's a crazy. mixed bag though not everyone's gonna have that response mm-hmm. right like that's what you hope like i just like that that moment is priceless, but there are moments, and then this is when I doubt myself as an artist. Like, did I fuck up? Did is it not good enough? Where they're just like, okay, can I go home now? I'm like, oh man, oh, no. <laughs> you know, like, fuck. But it's everyone's um, experience. The goal is to do it safely and do the best that you can. You know, always. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even the stuff that we do, there's just some people who not are not emotional with anything really. I had a guy yesterday that I knew right from the bat. As soon as he walked in, he just didn't seem happy to be here. Mm. I was like, all right, I guess this is how he is. And then I showed him the design and he was like, all right, cool. I'm like, well, man, do you like it? Do you not like it? Like I'll change it. Let me know. (laughs) Give me something. Yeah. 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 Give me something. And then the same thing when the tattoo was done, he was like, all right, cool. And just, all right, whatever, man. Just some people are like that. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That sound effect. No. Yeah, we do. <laughs> oh, awesome. Is it? <laughs> yeah, we, we got that. Oh, that's awesome. So we've been talking this whole time about, it's just a little like funny side story. We've been talking about this whole time about people that want to get their nipples back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I've got that story about my buddy who wanted to subtract his nipples. So I want my nipples gone. I, there's, trust me when I tell you, there's people out there that hate their nipples and they just want to look like an action figure. He should have just gotten the hearts. And a good, I I know a good buddy of mine's that he was just like, you know, he was just like, you know, he told me from one day to the next, like the the next time I saw him, I was like, you know, he just like, he was like, Oh dude, I I got my nipples removed. I was like, it's like, dude, get the, get the F out of here. I was like, get out of here. Let me see it. And dude, when he showed me his chest, he looked like an action figure. <laughs> and I couldn't understand why. I was like, I was like, I was like, you're a good looking dude, man. You know what I mean? Like you had okay nipples, dude. Like my guy. Know, he I didn't to want to say like too Ken. much, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and he was just like, I just freaking hated my nipples, bro. Aww. And I was like, oh man, people are out there fighting to get their nipples back. And, yeah. mm-hmm. and he was just like, nah, nah, they were whack. They were in they, I was like, what happened? He was like, they were just in the way. <laughs> They were just in the <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. So, you know, he got his nipples removed. I was like, all right, well, you know, whatever makes anyone happy, I yeah. guess. I, I follow yeah. a lot of body mod accounts, and I've, I've noticed that, too, where they Dude. remove the nipple. Uh, the belly button, too, is oh, another one. Right. Yeah, people You just want to look like buttons. aliens. Like, Yo, I met like those aliens. people, the, the, the no belly button people. Yeah. No yeah. belly buttons. It's insane. The body mod community is something else. They're fun, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. They're a good time. <laughs> I love them. Man, they take the biggest risks, yeah. to tell you the truth. Yeah, absolutely. Like, dude. Yeah. They're yeah. treading on new uh, new waters. Yeah. It's wild. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. 
Yeah. This has been a pretty well conversation, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, I learned a lot today. So Me too. <laughs> Very educational. Yeah. Well, nipples are fun, right? <laughs> nipples are great. Nipples are, nipples so are great. Nipples are great. Yeah. Well, shit. Well, thank you, Nicole, for coming by and fucking teaching us so much today. I know, because, seriously, like, I learned so much. I feel like this is the least that I've like we've talked, we've spoken because we've just we're like what <laughs> we're just listening and learning. And I think like uh, you know having uh, more people be educated in the subject, be able to educate their friends. Whether you're hearing this information, and you're like, oh man, I have a friend that could you know benefit from this either yeah. from a standpoint of like they got a bad job and they can find somebody to do it properly Correct. or preventing someone from going the bad route and be like oh yeah this nurse can knock it out for you i'm like no nah, maybe you shouldn't, oh, yeah, you yeah, shouldn't yeah. just go to this nurse yeah. who's gonna just you know that's right draw a circle and yeah. you know and that's put right. the center on there this ain't the target symbol no yeah. you know so i feel like you know you guys i hope that you guys learned a lot because we definitely did and uh thank you so much for coming out yeah. Thanks, G-Money. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. All Before right. we sign off, though, we got to uh, remind everybody, we have a Patreon page, and I want to thank, we got a couple of new subscribers from last week, oh, shit. and thank I want to give them a shout out. Shout them uh, out, brother. Yeah, so we got Robert Rollins, or Rollins, and uh, Justin Bircher. Thank you guys so much for helping Robert out the show. Robert and Justin, thank you very much, guys. Yes. Um, and if you want to be like Robert and Justin, go to patreon.com slash honest tattooer and help support the show. Awesome, man. It thank you guys out. so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Remember, guys. every tattoo tells a story, whether it's just like, look at this fucking cool rose or look how this nipples change yeah. my fucking perception of myself and Dude, how good I feel. Look at my nips. I'm back. Yeah. yeah. I feel complete again. Sick. They're all so important. So worth it. And yes. uh, keep getting tattooed. Keep supporting the art and have a great night, guys. Bye.